Well, I want to welcome you all to another Daily Decade on this, the second day of Epiphany Tide. And, uh, well, actually, I'm thinking about that third day of Epiphany Tide. If I'm six, seven, eight. So, yeah, third day of Epiphany Tide since it starts on the sixth. Uh, I unfortunately did not get a chance to check the email this morning, but all intentions will be read on Monday if, uh, if I have any sitting in there. The last time I checked was on Wednesday. No, it would have been Thursday, so it would have been yesterday, and I didn't see any in there. So I nevertheless encourage you to go ahead and send those in. Uh, <clears throat> you can send them into daily decade requests at protonmail.com. Decade, D E C A D E, requests in the plural, at protonmail.com. And so that we can all have an opportunity to pray for you. This will be episode two of the third series, uh, which, you know, I, I've thought about what kind of theme every series has but I don't know that they really have a theme the first series was one that I didn't publish publicly <laughs> uh, it was just shared with a small group of people who were interested and then the second series was the one that went public uh, and then the third series I guess is uh, we cut it off before it got to a hundred usually uh, the first series had a hundred episodes and the second series had 91 and uh, we're on the 194th recording that I've done, not counting the full rosary and the, and the chaplet of the seven sorrows that I did some months ago. And so this is episode two of series three. Uh, and I want to give a special thanks to everyone who has listened to this. We have an awful lot of people tuning in, a lot of plays uh, on Anchor which has been a pretty successful platform for us. Uh, it's the beginning of a new year, and I just... Uh, the overwhelming support that this whole thing has received is going to be something of a subject of what we talk about today. But before we dive into the meditation and the reflection, I just want to say on a personal note that it's very deeply cheering for me to see so many people seeking spiritual solutions to the spiritual problems that we face. Uh, we live in a time where it's very tempting to believe that politics and that the world have the solutions to offer to our problems. And there, it takes a different kind of mind, one that is more in tune with the Almighty God and His will, to look at the situation in which we find ourselves and recognize that there are no political solutions to our problems. And that the only solution is a deep, abiding, aggressive, spiritual reformation of ourselves. <clears throat> Excuse me. And a change within us. A violence done to the evil that dwells within us. A, an inner crusade. To take up the cross and the sword and to slay the demons that afflict us. And there are many different organizations, groups, well, organizations, not really organizations, movements, phenomena, that aim to this end. And it's very encouraging, and should be encouraging, to everyone who's a Roman Catholic, everyone who's an Orthodox Christian, anyone who has any understanding of the ascetic life. It should be very encouraging that people are finally recognizing in this time of crisis that God alone gives triumph. And so, on a personal note, I just want to say thank you to everyone who has helped get this off the ground 
and help spread the message of the Daily Decade and the power of the rosary to make sure that we get rosaries into the hands of everyone who's trying to engage in the spiritual combat. Because the rosary is a more powerful weapon than anything else you could possibly have. God love you all. On that note, once again, if you have anything that you want to send in, any intentions, any particular demons that we can slay with our rosaries, then write in to Daily Decade Requests, D-E-C-A-D-E, requests in the plural, at ProtonMail.com. For today, I'd like to pray for all the listeners of the Daily Decade, uh, especially uh, for your success and your well-being. If any of you are wrapped up in what's going on in the world right now, then I I want to pray for your liberation from that worldliness. And for those of you who have recognized the, uh, the futility of politics uh, and, and of political solutions and see the crusade as the only answer, I want to pray for a successful crusade within yourselves so that through conquering ourselves we can spread the word of God and go forth into the world and bear witness to him conquering as he did, not by the sword, but by the crucifixion of himself to the world and the world to himself. And those are our prayer intentions on this daily decade. Adveniat regnum tu. Fiat voluntas tua, sicur in cielo et in terra. Pano nostrum quotidianam da nobis odie, et dimidi nobis debita nostra, sicur et nos dimidimus debitoribus nostris. Et ne nos inducas in tentationem, sed libera nos amana. Ave Maria, gratia plena dominus tecum. Benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et ora mortis nostri. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus Tecum. Benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et ora mortis nostri. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus Tecum. Benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et ora mortis nostri. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus Tecum. Benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et ora mortis nostri. Ave Maria, gratia plena, nominus tecum. Benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et mortis nostri. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, nominus tecum. Benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et ora mortis nostri. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus Tecum. Benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, 
Order of Pernobis, Archetoribus, Dunket, Mortis, Nostri, Amen. Ave Maria, Gratia Plena, Dominus Tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, Ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et ora mortis nostri. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, nominus tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, Ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et ora mortis nostri. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus Tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tu, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et nulla mortis nostri. Amen. Gloria Patria, Filio et Spiritui Sancto. Sicurerat principio et nunc et semper et secula seculorum. Amen. Salve Regina, Mater Misericordia, Vita Dulcedo et Spes Nostre, Salve. Ad te clamamus, exulis fili evi, ad te suspiramus, gementes et flentes et hac vacaramara vale. Ea ergo, advocata nostra, ilos tuos misericordes oculos od nos converte. Et Jesum beatum fructum ventris tui, nobis postoc exilium ostende. O clemens, o pia, o dulci, ergo marina. Ora pro nobis, Sancta Dei Genetrix, ut dignis officiamor permissionibus Christi. Oremus. For forth we beseech thee, O Lord, thy grace into our hearts, that we to him the incarnation of Christ, thy Son, was made known by the message of an angel, may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection. Through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. For all those in battle, Send Michael the Archangel to defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan, and all evil spirits who prowl about the world seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. When I was a youth, I used to do a lot of reading on great statesmen of the past and what they contributed to their societies and, and to the politics of their day. And there were always uh, two people that sort of stood out to me, or two quotes that stood out to me. Uh, one of which is Theodore Roosevelt, the other of which I do not know the, the, recent, the, the name of the fellow who gave the speech but it always sort of stuck with me uh, because it was recording. So he must have been in the 20th century, but I don't know whom it was. He was English. But Roosevelt has a quote about the... Um, it is not the critic who counts, not the man who pointed out where the strong man stumbled or where the doer of deeds could have done better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who stares and strives valiantly, who comes up short again and again, who if, he who, if he fails, at least he fails while daring greatly, so that he will never belong to that group of poor and timid souls, 
the great he would never live in the gray twilight of those poor and timid souls who know neither victory nor defeat and the other quote is about uh, what makes a, a true I think it was a true uh, hero or a true statesman it was a, a true statesman is fundamentally different than the small man of party politics who is elated at a little success downcast at a little failure who knows no great daring or great striving and I've forgotten the rest of that quote, but it's just that that element downcast a little failure and elated a little success, and the, uh, belonging to small men is, is something that stuck with me. Uh, so I, the other one too. The great failing of both of these men and of both of their quotes is that they locate. Oh, what a terrible academic term to use! They locate. Uh, they look for spiritual realities in worldly endeavors. Both of them are talking about politics and about life. The man who errs and comes up short while daring greatly is, when his efforts are properly deployed, a saint. Saints are not good people. They are perfected people. Good people don't go to heaven. Perfect people go to heaven. And to be perfect is to strive, to fall, but ever to climb to the height of Calvary, where one is voluntarily crucified for Christ. It is, as we've said before, never to force someone else to bear your cross for you. To refuse to bear your cross means that instead of ascending uh, Calvary willingly, you'll merely be dragged and crucified anyway. And being crucified, you'll be dragged down from the cross a dead man. But to carry your cross willingly, to mount it and to accept it, to be crucified as Dismas was crucified, St. Dismas, means that you accept your crucifixion and you'll be taken up from the cross, not down from it and you'll share in the resurrection. That's why it's so important to bear our burdens ourselves and not force other people to bear them for us. We can seek help in bearing them and bear others' troubles with them, but always encourage them to bear the cross themselves, to climb Calvary themselves, to reflect on that fourth sorrowful mystery of the bearing of the cross to Calvary. At the end of Epiphany, we'll enter Septuagesima and then Lent. And during that time, we'll be thinking a great deal about the Stations of the Cross, and it's a good thing to reflect upon how we bear our own cross. For if we strive, even if we err, and even if we fall, if we get up and continue to strive to Calvary, that we will be willingly crucified. And in, the, in the Old English hymn, The Dream of the Rood, it talks about the heroic warrior Christ stripping himself and mounting the cross of his own volition. And if we, like the warrior Christ, can be warriors for Christ, to mount the cross willingly, to crucify ourselves, 
then we cannot help but share in his victory. And we who know that Christ is with us know that no one can be against us. There's been a lot of emotions being poured out over the last three months, culminating in the last several days, on, among all people. And you can see who the small-souled men are, who the, there's a, a term for it, it's called pusillanimity, small-souledness. You can see who are of small souls, who do not trust in God and Christ their Savior, because they are downcast at a little failure, elated at a little success. They do not pass through the world unheeding of its tumult, its noise. Their faith in Christ does not shore them up amidst the storm. Awaken, Lord, and perish, O ye of little faith. Is that not what Christ said to the apostles when they were in the midst of the storm? And he was, he was with them, physically there with them, the Lord. God, the God-man, Christ. And they were scared of a storm. We said yesterday that polit political events are largely meteorological. What that means is that they exist in a realm that is far beyond our reach or ability to, to impact them. Great events that turn the wheels of history. I forget whether it was, I think it was, the, I think it was Luther that said that blood alone turns the wheels of history. Although that might be a Mussolini quote now that I'm thinking about it. In either case, it was true. But whose blood do you think that is? The people who don't have any control over the situation. History turns without us. Our impact is on our own spiritual lives. Our relationship with God families that have been given to our care, the communities to which are given to our care, the flocks that have been given to our care for priests or ministers of any kind. That is where we must deploy our efforts. Launch the crusade first in your own heart. Slay the Saracen within your own soul. Plant the cross firmly at the seat of your soul place Christ upon the throne of your heart. Only when he is enthroned there can you ever endeavor to enthrone him anywhere else. And all of our failings and all of our inabilities come from the lack of our success in enthroning Christ within ourselves and our own lives. There was a, a sermon I was listening to recently about uh, lukewarmness and how we separate our spiritual and mental lives from our physical lived realities. The mark of a liberal Catholic is one who will live as one in the world and who will, who will pray as a Catholic and believe that he is Catholic, but will not live his Catholicity, will not live his, his Christian virtue in his day-to-day -day life. He worships on Sunday, he's incredibly devout, and then he goes forth and preaches another gospel. Such a man can never be a Catholic. Such a man can never be a Christian. Because he serves two masters. And the master he serves more willingly. The master that he serves more frequently. The master that he serves with greater vigor. Is the master of the world. 
And so he will only ever be a worldly man. We must have the daring to embrace the victory of Christ, for his victory is the final victory and the victory that will overcome all defeats. If we have faith in Christ, we can never be defeated. No matter what the world throws at us, no matter what the worldly powers threaten us with, Christ triumphs in the end. And so, my prayer today, with all this in mind, and keeping in mind what I said yesterday about what true martyrdom is, because there's going to be a lot of people that are going out to seek worldly ends in these coming weeks and months and years, I'm sure, as they have in the past weeks and months and years and centuries and decades and millennia, men have sought worldly glory for themselves and, world, and sought worldly aims. But the call for Christians is to seek Christ, to see him enthroned, and that requires first a conquest of ourselves. And so my prayer as we come into this year that this will be a year of self-conquest and that this will be a year that we all declare within ourselves, to ourselves, the year of the inner crusade. And that is what I preach to you in so far as I can preach. For I, I can preach nothing. I'm, I'm a layman. I don't have the authority to actually preach and teach as the church uh, grants authority to its ministers, her ministers, to her priests and bishops. But what I bring to you, what I bear witness to, what I hope to bear witness to, is the inner crusade. This conquering of the Holy Land within. For each of us are a Holy Land unto ourselves, a temple of the Holy Ghost. And only when we purify that temple and conquer that Holy Land and enthrone Christ there can we ever hope to achieve anything outward. And so my prayer is that all of us will embark successfully on this inner crusade and that we will conquer this holy land within ourselves and enthrone Christ there through the power of the Holy Rosary, through the efforts and the prayers of the saints, especially St. Joseph and our Blessed Mother, and each and every one of your guardian angels and patron saints who bears a sword and a shield beside you in your battle with the demons. May you always be successful. May God grant you strength and victory in all your battles. And all this in the name of him who liveth and reigneth with God and the Holy Ghost, with the Father and the Holy Ghost, one God, forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.